Dude, okay, stop, stop, dude. That high pitch noise is gonna throw I'm my ears. I'm not like my... doing anything. I am not doing anything. Dude, my eardrums are gonna like cave inwards, and I won't be able to do this podcast oh anymore. Oh my god, I'm not doing anything. Calm. All right. Well, welcome to the fourth episode of the Empty Words podcast, and I'm joined with one of my best friends, Rohit Reddy Sirigiri. You want to introduce yourself? What's up, guys? Uh, my name's Rohit. I live in India currently. I've known Mo for, well, since I was in first grade, so that's about 11 years. He's my first best friend when we moved to India. Um, honestly, we've had some up and downs, I'll say. But in the end, he's always been my best friend. He's always been my brother. But yeah, we're really close, so I'm really excited to see what we're going to talk about today. So let's get into it. known each other since we were both six years old we're both 16 you're gonna turn 17 in a couple months yep how's life been treating you um not bad actually all the stress that people said i would get from ib hasn't really started and school yeah ib in school isn't that bad one thing that does suck is the fact that we're stuck in covid can't meet any of the other people and I really was looking forward to meeting you in the summer. That was a big bummer. Yeah, but I think if we're going to look at the positive things in life, even with COVID, I feel like we get to really see who we have that really tight bond with. And we really get to see who we have those really good friendships with, like those really tight connections. Yeah, I've actually kept in touch with certain people, lost touch with certain people, but Honestly, it doesn't feel that different because these are the people I feel most comfortable with. These are the people I talk with the most anyway, so. Yeah, I would consider, like, most of the people that I talk to now are the people that I would really consider as friends and that everyone else were, I mean, if we don't really talk outside of school or outside of, like, a social environment, it's, that relationship is really superficial. So I think this whole, like, situation that we're, like, just tossed into I think it's a really good way to find out who your friends really are. So with that, I do have a question about how you feel like, do you ever feel like you lose people and that you're not able to reconnect with them once you just like stop talking to them for like an extended period of time? Honestly, yeah. So a thing that I've been facing a lot and I feel like a lot of people do, but they just don't really talk about it is these certain feelings that you have, like when you go to sleep or like right before you sleep, when you like in the quiet of night when you're not distracted by things. Yeah. You do feel like there are parts of you that are afraid of people leaving you, right? People drifting away. And especially this goes to like close friends. Yeah. Like when I was, when I first moved to India, right before like we became real tight, I had a best friend. And although we were close, eventually we started drifting apart. And I always thought like some part of it was my fault. It really hurt me to think about it that way. And so I started thinking about more conscious ways to get people to like be more friendly or just feel comfortable with me right mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of friendships i have now do like depend on this but there are again some like with you and like with the other guys that i know even if things get rough even if we don't talk for a long time we always be there for each other we're always got each other's backs yeah and and that's something that i feel like everyone should have like you have your own set of ride or dies like your inner circle 
But at the same time, do you think that the past you've had and like other people struggling with the same issue you'd had where you have to like kind of change how you act so that people perceive you a different way in society? Do you think like there's a specific way to combat that issue that because not a lot of people talk about it, although it's pretty common among students? Yeah, that's true. And especially in schools for like students, like the main issue is there are so several social cliques and this makes it harder for you to interact with people outside your circle or try to like engage with new people, right? Yeah. And something I thought that helped me when I was like facing this real battle, like when I had a lot of these paranoid thoughts was trying to make myself think about it in the other person's eyes. Think about what they are like most of the time. A way I do this is by just looking at who I'm talking with, looking at who, what I'm friends with, right? And simply adjusting myself slightly to fit that uh, conversation or fit that group. But I'd never go to say that I completely changed myself just to fit with people. Because if they're doing something that I don't like, or I'm just like, no, this is wrong, I'm obviously gonna speak up because I'm not just gonna change myself completely for someone else, but I will adjust certain things about like the way I speak or the things that I talk about to help like, I don't know, make it easier to hang out with people. So you talk about how people might change to fit in with more of like the social norms in society. But what about, what do you think it is that where you have to draw the line where it's fitting in, but more about like staying true to yourself? So I think a big thing personally is knowing who you're hanging out with, right? Because I've seen a lot of times the people I've hung out with, they sometimes go back home or go to their colonies and then hang out with people that I feel aren't really good for them, right? Like bad influences. Yeah. But what I do is do tell them about it, right? I feel that maybe he or she isn't a good influence on you. But I don't tell them, look, you should not be friends with them at all because I don't know the scenario. I don't know what's going on, right? Exactly. And it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it's like, I think it's important that people understand it is your life and I'm just one figure in your life that I may be here for a long time or I may just diminish in a short period of time. But when I'm here, and if I'm really like someone that's important or you're someone that's important to me, I'm just trying to look out for you because you are the people you hang out with. I would consider myself a rather lucky person just because I've been gifted with like these amazing people in my life that have shaped my life to be the way it is. And I'm, I consider myself a really fortunate person. Honestly, buddy, that's, that's amazing to me. I, I feel so fortunate to have like you as a friend, people around me as well. And like, I feel like, that's, that's the reason why we often change the way we act, right? Because it's not that we're just talking with random strangers and trying to fit ourselves to their liking, right? It's because we feel so strongly about these people that we try to adjust ourselves and fit in. But again, exactly, I do feel that in yourself, I believe every person has this, that inside they have some certain values or certain ideas and thoughts that you're not going to compromise on, right? There are certain things that you would be like, okay, I'm never going to do this or we, I really should do this, right? Yeah. Putting a lot of time out for certain activities that you feel like- Yeah, defining time. your own set of and values. And I feel that's where you draw the yeah. line. If you don't want to compromise on that. Exactly, yeah. I'm not saying that, because we're human, right? I'm not saying that we shouldn't completely compromise or we shouldn't try to change, right? But I also do feel that when you have true friends or when you have people you're most comfortable with, they're going to look at what's in you, what's, in you, what's inside, the way you feel and actually be cool with it right they're gonna be like yeah even if we don't have the same ideas it's all right man 
I get that vibe going. Yeah, because like not everyone's gonna be the same person as you. Sure, sometimes you can connect on a similarity. Like you and I, we both love music. We're both. It's like it's like the general things. Like we like video games, sports. Like it's just the similarities we have and we share. But also the contrast in us. What makes us different is like kind of how we like connect. Like those differences. And how we like bounce off of each other is really what makes us like a dynamic duo. That's what I think, at least. Yeah, cause yeah, cause it's always opening. Like the way you think about things, the way I think about things, oftentimes, as you know, are very different. But we still never hide things or try to be like, oh, I shouldn't talk to him about it because it's different from what he thinks, right? Yeah. We're always just talking about what we feel, and even if the person's like, mm, I don't know about that, mm-hmm. we still like give that respect. And we always give that dynamicness to our conversations. Yeah, because we understand each other. And with, like, communicating is important, but, like, respecting the other person and just understanding that people have their own values and they have different life experiences. They may not have the same background as you. They may not have grown up the same way you did. So I think it's just understanding the differences, how you guys interact with one another, and just learning that, Maybe that person is the right fit for me, or maybe they're not exactly the best group for me. Okay, now I got a question for you. Do you ever feel like self-conscious about like maybe the people you're interacting with or like, cause like there's often like this thing where there's a certain group of people that are just cooler to everyone or like the certain group of people that like you know, oh, don't hang out with them. They're not really smart or stuff like that. Do you ever feel conscious when you like try to interact with people like that? So there was a point of time where I think like we all felt this in our grade where we're like, there are defined groups in class. There's a hierarchy, right? There's the popular kids, the maybe not that popular, but liked kids. And then you keep going down until you get to the disliked kids, right? Although we never did any bullying per se. We just be like small comments, but I do feel like looking back on it that wasn't cool either yeah i feel but i felt like i felt like after the years though i stopped caring about this because of the fact that the people i hung out with would change from different groups right like so one person may have been in the popular group at one point but now are not in the like less liked group but still they're there right Mm -hmm. i never thought like oh now that they've moved groups i'm not going to talk to them and then i realized oh maybe these guys aren't that bad maybe People in classes, in different classes, they're probably much better than what people say they are, right? And I think that's when around like 7th to 8th grade, I realized, yo, we're all basically the same. It's just, we had some slight differences between us. Yeah. And I started hanging out with different people. Yeah. Probably just like getting that level of maturity and understanding how it's not how people perceive you, but how you feel about yourself and how confident you are. And just talking to other people because it's not more about obviously how people see you will definitely affect how you're looked on or like how people approach you but I think being confident in yourself and understanding who you are is more important because I'm not I'm not the most mature person I would consider myself pretty immature compared to you guys but I, I still I'm pretty confident in my abilities and I'm not afraid to say what I think is right as long as it's respectful, of course. Yeah. So I think that's a very, like, the important part of how maturity is achieved. It's not just saying that, look, I'm now older or, like, I got beard, mustache or whatever. But it's just 
understanding, I guess. It's just more understanding of people and the way like so like society and social norms work because it's not always black and white you're either like thrown out of the picture or like you're in the limelight right there's always the gray areas and i think the gray areas are where most of us stand right and understanding that is the first step to thinking that people aren't always black and white aren't just that different yeah yeah i know this is like kind of out of topic but like you you need to cut your hair dude for for all of you that don't know what this man looks like he's literally He's built like a twig. Well, hey, okay, hey, okay, he did get bigger. Like so he's working out stuff, but like he looks like a brown shaggy from like Scooby Doo. A brown shaggy. That is the most accurate description you can get of this guy. Oh man, you've been bugging me all week, dude. Just get a haircut and we'll be over it. Okay, getting back on topic a little bit. Um, so after I moved back. I know, that was like it was really hard for me to just like leave you and like a couple others especially but after moving back I kind of like just stopped talking to you so how did like I want to know your side of the story because I never asked you this but how did you feel like when I moved back so I think when you first moved I I'm being very honest I missed you a lot because you were that one person I could always go to like I I could count on being there in class or always that place in like your colony where I'd go every time because my cousins live by and I every time we'd go for a family function I'd always be hey mom can I just go visit Mo right and I think that's what I missed most just hanging out the sheer amount of time that we spent together but when you first moved I felt a lot of time like it wasn't going to work out because it was long distance right? because I thought like look they keep saying long distance relationships don't work and I guess that applies to friendships as well but we've made it work I feel like in the past couple of months and like when after you move back right because that's again when we realized dang we still are close it's just that we should be putting more effort come on guys so i think when you move back that was a big wake yeah. up call and we're like let's actually try this right and we have kept extremely well in touch and i've just been constantly talking to you every day like almost every day yeah almost every day except when like you know when 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 someone's got to study, they got to study. Like, they got to study. Let me tell you that education is important, guys. So, <laughs> I'm not, not saying, fun, but it's important. Yeah, it's important. You, like keep in touch with your friends, but like at the same time, you know, personal space. You got to let them do their thing. We want everyone to succeed, especially the people we care about the most. So, what I really want to talk about is that like one one and a half year break. Holy, I didn't talk to you for such a long time. And that's honestly my yeah. bad. Like, I. It's actually it's not your just it's not just your bad. It's both our bads because we're both like, I guess we t- we did talk for a couple of weeks just like after you moved. Right, just we kept in touch. You moved into the new house, and we did talk a bit, but then it just stagnated. I guess we just started to like, I don't know, get busier with things or just not remember to just put in that effort. Be like, oh, they're not right next door anymore, right? So just start to be like. Mm-hmm call them or text them every day and i guess that's what slowly fell apart and yeah one and a half year yeah dude i think that's what such made it such a big impact when you came back because like oh dang he's back yeah when i got to see you for what 10 hours that one time yeah 10 hours you came in the middle of our exams man like you can't expect me to do anything well i didn't i didn't really plan on just like showing up unexpectedly but things happened so i ended up getting to see you but i think the real issue I had with when I moved back, like, obviously, I'm going to touch base on this, like a lot more in like future episodes. But 
I think I would just like this like I had like a huge like turn off like in my own head and I just like kind of like stopped like I was like changed like not exactly in a positive way but I feel like I didn't get to like keep moving forward with everyone and I think that's kind of what stopped me from talking to people because like when you're like with friends I think the thing that you can connect to the most with a friend is that you both like grow up together like if you consider yeah, you're walking you're walking at the same pace i guess that's what yeah. you say because like if you think of a friend you most likely don't think of someone you've played a video game with online or like a social media friend you think of someone that you've like grown up with and you've known for how many every years and someone that you just have this really deep bond with and that's what friendship is it is a relationship but it's like a really deep bond that just connects on a different level than parents or siblings. It's just something completely different and it has its own force that impacts you. So with that, we've covered like a lot of topics about like just acting in social norms and how people may treat you, but how you should honestly look at yourself and understand who you really are and how real friends will create bonds with the real you. So at the same time, when creating bonds with friends, you know, like you and I, I think what a friend does or what a friend says or what they don't do or don't say has that much more of an impact on you. And what do you think about that ability a friend has to like either hurt or like help a friend in need? So... When I think about friends or like close friends and even to you, like I think of you as a brother who's even gone beyond that. I always think about what you say and what these people say actually matter, right? Because obviously, even if someone says something bad about me who I don't know at all, if some random kid came up to me and said, hey, you're a terrible person. Even if, and even if they said, oh, you're such an amazing person. I don't get that connection really well, right? Because I don't know them. I don't know how they look at me. And I don't know any of the part of the story, right? The context isn't there. So I'd always be like, okay, sure. Or okay, thanks in case it's positive, obviously. But when a friend says something to you, you start to think about it much more. Even people think about a certain way how they're looked in front of their friends, right? Because even I think I'm looked in a positive light for you, right? You think of me as someone yeah. who's good. And I get Most that definitely. some, yeah. And I get some people will look at me maybe not as good, but like they still like me. I have that feeling that I know what they think of me. So when they say something to me or when you say something to me, it actually carries that much more weight because I'm, you have a certain expectation of me. And I feel that that's an important bond in friendships because that's, it's basically a key that'll make or break it, right? Because if you're a friend who doesn't really respect you and says all kinds of things to you, right? That it makes it much more harder for you to be like, eh, it's okay, or just to shrug it off. Because you're, it's coming from someone who you value deeply and whose opinion you think of highly is, right? Obviously, if you say something's wrong with me, I'll try to be like, oh, hmm, maybe I should fix it, right? But if there are careless friends who just continuously talk about, like, talk bad about you in person or behind your back, I feel it hurts you that much more. But on the flip side, when someone talks about you in a good way, when someone talks about the great things you're doing or how they're proud of you, I get that I've had this personally when I when my friends tell me you're doing such an amazing thing even when you told me about like when you're so supportive when I told you I was starting art or when I'm trying to practice this piece right 
I'm just so happy because like you'll be like, yeah, that's a cool thing. And I'm like thinking of it as a good thing too. So I feel like people's voices who are close to you have that much more impact. It's just the way that they use it either makes it a solid friendship or makes it much harder to like stay friends. Yeah. So it's like building that original, that, that bond with that person. And the deeper the bond, the heavier the weight of the words they say. So I feel like those words have more significance when you have a deeper bond with someone. And I feel like the bond you and I have, it's a golden one. And not anyone, no one in this world will be able to duplicate what we have. So these words, what you've said mean a lot to me. And just as you've said, I'm sure some of the things I've said mean a lot to you. And I'm sure we've had our tassels in the past. And we're probably going to have our own fights in the future. But in the end, you are like a brother to me. And you mean a lot to me as a person. And I know the words we've said today mean a lot to us. But I hope that you guys can connect to the words that we've said today. Do these words mean anything to you?